Hey, hey, friends, I'm Thea Charles, and you are listening to the Push or Pivot podcast. In this series, we discuss the path someone chooses when they are at a crossroads of their life. Do they push through the adversity, or do they stop, reassess, and pivot? Our guest today is Chantal Girardi, who, out of necessity, taught herself Facebook and saved her business. Welcome, welcome, Chantal. I'm so excited to have you today. Um, I was reading your bio, and I'm just like excited to hear about all the things that you're that you've done and what you're going to share with us. But without further ado, welcome, and please tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, and thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, yeah, my name's Chantal Girardi. Um, a bit of a mixed accent, so I'll disclaim that right now from the beginning. <laughs> Um, <laughs> originally from Southern Africa and now living on the Gold Coast in Australia. Um, I moved from South Africa 11 years ago, um, but with my then husband, uh, we got a job transfer, so I came to the country. Mm-hmm. And at that stage, I had three kids under the age of five. So I had identical twin girls that were, four, that, that were four years old and my youngest that was one years old. And basically moved to a new country and didn't know anybody um, and started our lives again. <laughs> Wow, that's, <laughs> I've got two kids myself and that would be, that's a lot. <laughs> so take us back to your crossroads. Where where did it start? Yeah, I think the biggest crossroad for me was when you come to a new country and you don't know anybody and you're starting again and you've got a small family, you know, there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of overwhelm. Uh, the biggest thing for me was that we, my husband, uh, because he came in on a job transfer, he actually got made redundant twice in the first couple of years of being in Australia. So, um, you know, and I was at home looking after the kids. So the crossroad was, well, uh, he's not working. We're possibly going to have to go back to South Africa again. Um, How can we stay in the country? Um, And that's when I sort of uh, basically had to step it up like mothers do. They just step Mm -hmm. it up. And out of pure necessity, I taught myself Facebook. Um, and I grew my business here on the Gold Coast so that we could actually stay in the country um, and and continue to live here. <laughs> That's awesome. So what did what did you learn about Facebook? Um, well, firstly, I learned that if you don't know anybody, um, it's a great way for you to grow your personal branding. It's a great way to meet people. It's a great way to develop meaningful relationships. It's kind of like how you and me are sitting here right now. You know, this yeah. relationship was was formed and, and this opportunity was formed through Facebook mm-hmm. um, and not through Facebook and, uh, you know, advertising, but just through organic Facebook, just about developing relationships and, and finding other like-minded people and, um, you know, putting yourself out there and creating opportunities. And it didn't, it doesn't have to cost money. Um, it can just be done sitting on your bum in front of a computer mm-hmm. on yeah. Facebook. Um, but, you know, doing it the right way and following the right etiquette and, um, and also knowing what it is that you're hoping to achieve, like what the outcome is that you're hoping to achieve. So you are working towards something. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I've been teaching people how to do that now for, for several years, um, which has been pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool to use Facebook in that way. So what exactly are you, are you working with branding? Like what exactly are you doing? What are you helping people to learn? Um, well, when business owners come to me, um, they usually have a, a service-based business or a product-based business, um, and they're basically wanting to be in front of more people. Now, in the olden days, you'd have to go door knock, and you'd have to go flyer drop, 
um, and you know you'd have to go to networking groups but now with Facebook you can actually do all of that online so you can put yourself in front of your ideal client uh, on you know on Facebook if you if you know how to do it so when people come to me they generally want to grow their audience and they want to put themselves in front of more people who want their products sometimes uh, or services sometimes people don't even have their services defined so they may not even know sort of like for example they might be an energy healer Mm -hmm. um, or a dog walker and they don't even know what their, their real offer is or who their ideal client is so I help them refine that entire that entire sort of process and work out who the ideal client is where they are on Facebook where are they hanging out on Facebook uh, you know how can we put ourselves in front of them what desirable offer do we need to create so that they mm -hmm. can get a yes from that person and then I actually help them put up, put the whole process in place so how do they take money online you know how do they book a discovery call how can they implement a booking calendar mm -hmm. um, I help them with that whole process that's cool so when it was when it, bleh, it's like I can't even talk when <laughs> when you were starting off in Facebook what was your goal like when you started teaching yourself what was your goal uh, my biggest goal was um, because I, I was a personal trainer in South Africa and when I moved here and I had my kids and my husband lost his job I was like well what do I do now well, I'll be a personal trainer, but if I don't know, the Gold Coast has got personal trainers everywhere and they're all sports models and everybody knows everybody and mm -hmm. like, I knew absolutely no one. So for me, it was about um, developing a personal brand which was outside of what everyone else was saying or doing. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to have a point of difference or unique selling points that people could develop a relationship with me, not based on the fact that I was a sports model, or, but just actually a mum. Yeah. Um, so I focused a lot on my, my own personal branding and standing out from the market from that was already here and then developing relationships with those people online and inviting them to come and explore a, a new way of training, um, mm -hmm. explore a new way of doing things um, and, yeah, and, and supporting me and choosing me over and above everybody else. Right, right. So how did that shift from looking at personal training to now helping people with Facebook strategy? Um, well, after about five years of being a personal trainer on the Gold Coast, I actually opened up a health, wellness and fitness center um, because I was doing so well. Mm -hmm. But what happened was I had subcontractors that were utilizing my space. So I had personal trainers, kinesiologists, massage therapists, um, yoga therapists, like all these other people that were using my space, but they often had no money to pay me rent and they often were struggling in their own businesses and they mm -hmm. often were starting out and didn't have a marketing budget. Mm -hmm. So it was a case of, um, you know, they had to pay me rent so I could pay my rent so I could feed my family. Right. Um, so I started running these, um, these weekly meetups um, for health, wellness, and fitness entrepreneurs, assisting them in their business to be able to grow their business and to get more clients. Mm -hmm. um, and whenever I couldn't get a speaker, I would just speak on Facebook and how I use Facebook. Uh -huh. And what ended up happening was I ended up attracting a lot of other people like lawyers and psychologists mm -hmm. and um, you know, many other people from other industries who also wanted to learn how to um, to use Facebook. So for about three years, I was doing both. <laughs> I was okay. running the Health, Wellness and Fitness Centre. Mm -hmm. I was Facebook coaching as well. Um, and then I just got tired. <laughs> and I actually, after six and a half years of having the Health, Wellness and Fitness Centre, um, which was now a year ago, I decided to, to sell my last share in the um, centre and walk away and just focus on helping other businesses. because. 
business, some businesses just don't have the money to outsource it. They don't have a marketing budget. They can't employ an ongoing marketing yep. person to, to grow their brand. Mm-hmm. So um, what I want to do is show them that if they invest in themselves, well, uh, and they have a strategy and they know what to do, they can ongoingly generate their own clients and create their own opportunities. They just need to know how. Yeah. That's really awesome. Basically, you just saw a need and filled it for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, I also read in your thing that you've received a couple of awards is for, uh, for your work. Yeah, look, it was one of those things that, um, you know, when I first transitioned from being the personal trainer to the Facebook strategist, a lot of people were like, how could you do that? And I said, well, it actually makes sense. I'm a coach. In both of them, I'm a coach. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was important for me to go and get the credibility. So I actually, two years ago, went and got my social media marketing diploma because I really wanted to be able to help people. So not just from being self-taught, but to actually learn um, how to do it properly. Um, and one of the things that I wanted to tick off my list was to be able to get some awards under my belt to say, well, um, if little old me, personal trainer, can learn how to do this, then any other business owner can learn how to do it too. Because mm-hmm. it's not like I was a marketer. It wasn't like I was a te- technology guru person. Mm-hmm. I was just little old me. So mm-hmm. I did it to kind of show other business owners that that's what they could do. And um, the honest truth is the first award I went for, I actually got a, a public relations company to enter me into an award. And I was, I practiced the whole thing of manifestation and I went and I bought an expensive dress and I was like, I'm going to win this award and got my three daughters to come with me and we all got excited. Um, And then I didn't even get placed. I didn't even get finalists. I didn't even get like nominated. I got absolutely nothing. And I just, I had my big cry and (laughs) I was all upset about it. And, you know, how could I face my children now after saying you've got to manifest and you can do it? And Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, I need to also show them that you don't always get everything that, you know, it doesn't always come that easily. Um, And what I did do was I made the decision after I had my little cry. Mm -hmm. I put on my big girl panties and I went and I I basically filled out uh, the next couple of wards and I did them on my own. Okay. Um, because again, I wanted to be able to, I thought if I could teach myself how to do this and if I can go through that process myself, rather than giving it, giving the responsibility to someone else and paying someone else to do it, mm-hmm. if myself, the business owner can learn how to do it, um, you know, that's another notch on my belt as a business owner. It's really going to help me and it's going to help my clients. Yeah. Um, and I did it. And, um, and I was nominated top 100 coolest companies in Australia, which is a really cool award. So I would never, I would never have actually won that award. I would never have persevered to learn the process to do that and receive that really cool award. Because um, I think the other one was just like, I don't know, it was like woman, startup woman or something. It, was, <laughs> it didn't have such a cool name. But um, I would never have done that. And after that, now I actually go and I enter my own awards and I've, I've, I've won a whole heap since. Um, and I have a strategy around that, you know, how to do that as well for, for the business owners I work with, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Um, but I would never have learned that hadn't I failed first. Right. Um, and if I hadn't, you know, put on my big girl panties and, and, and I think that that's a great example for business owners as well as for my children that yeah. things don't come easy. Sometimes you've got to fight for them and try a little bit harder. Yes, that's a great lesson. And yeah, sometimes you got to wag your own tail, right? <laughs> I heard that recently. Um, if you could give someone one piece of advice, what would it be? Just do it. That's my favorite slogan in all the world. 
um, is just do it. Um, but I believe business owners should really invest in themselves. So if you are feeling down or if you are feeling disheartened, if you are feeling overwhelmed, you know what, go and get help, go and get support. Um, you know, reach out. There's heaps of free, like go onto my website. There's heaps of free resources on my website. Mm. Um, but don't, you know, and this is something I did is that I kind of kept going, why me, why me? And I kept going around in the same silly circle. Mm -hmm. If something's not working, change it. Do something differently, you know, because if it's not working, you've got nothing to really lose. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that it's scary, but surround yourself with good people um, because, um, you know, they're the people that are going to help lift you up and inspire you. Hang around people that are, are going to motivate and inspire you and are going to lift you up um, and support you um, and try something new. Try something new. Go and take advantage of all the available resources out there and invest in yourself and your ability to do better because you can. You can do better. That is so good. And I think a lot of people have to remember that. I know I have to remind myself of that all the time. I can't do or know everything. You know, you have to reach out to other people and, and be willing and be vulnerable in asking for help. Yeah, 100%. I think you have to be uh, willing to try something new. And guess what? Change is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Trying something new is uncomfortable. Going against the grain of what you think is right or used to doing is uncomfortable so if you're comfortable right now uh chances are you're not doing it right so <laughs> you know everybody since i've since i've been so successful in the last couple of years people think oh like it's all fantastic and it's all red roses no it's not the level of uncomfortableness is even huger so, mm -hmm. and the risks are even huger and the cries are even huger but it just means i've got to put on bigger girl panties so <laughs> <laughs> granny panties all the way <laughs> <laughs> yes. how could someone um find out more about you and find those resources that you talked about yeah look everything is on my website which is um chantelgerardi.com.au so we'll have to have a look at the spelling of that but okay. i do encourage people to um to subscribe to that website because we've got up-to-date training we release blogs and podcasts like this podcast will go out to my database so um you know we seriously add heaps of value and heaps of additional content out to everybody because i'm so passionate about supporting people who want to learn yeah. and want to do things differently um and people can also book a call with me on that website and find out more about my programs so yeah i encourage them to jump onto the website chantelgerardi.com.au awesome and that will definitely be in the show notes so everyone can find it and um Chantal, this has been fabulous. Like, so good. I was really excited for this call and and you've more than delivered. So thank you so much. Thanks for being thank on. Thank you. What are you taking away from Chantal's story? Are you feeling a little too comfortable? I'm Thea Charles, and I hope you gained insight from this story. If you'd like to learn more about the Pusher Pivot podcast, visit us on the web at pushorpivot.com or on Instagram at pusherpivot. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and join me next time on the Push or Pivot podcast.